What is up, guys? It's Tiff here. Just want to thank all of you that have been sending me messages on LinkedIn saying that you listen to the podcast. I love connecting with listeners, so it makes me really happy that you guys are listening and you're reaching out. Um, So yeah, I'm going to try this new thing where I'm going to intro the episode before. So this episode is about Brandon Marquez, a good friend of mine now that I met through being on his podcast, The Two Americans. Brandon is a beast, guys. Let me tell you that this kid um, has a full-time job, also simultaneously runs 14 different projects, really, really smart and knows his stuff. So if you're someone that's on the fence about starting a podcast, we talk about monetization, how we both got into podcasts casting and I think you'll really enjoy this episode so as always please enjoy hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the work in progress podcast today's guest is Brandon Marquez the host of the two Americans podcast He's a seasoned veteran in the podcast world, so I have a lot of questions to ask him about different topics related to podcasting, such as monetization, promotion. So I hope that this episode is useful to all you guys, because I'm sure I'm going to learn a ton. So what's up, Brandon? How are you today? I am doing fantabulous. I don't know what to say today, so it's my new word, I guess. I like fantabulous. That's a a good one. Um, So can you kind of touch about touch on the journey of the two americans podcast kind of how you got the name and how you even got the idea to start your own podcast well i've always loved podcasts i mean i you know uh, the tradition i mean i'm not i'm not one of those people that likes one genre like you know some people like business and they listen to gary v this and lewis house i listen to these people i love those people but like i love everything so i listen to joe rogan i listen to Brendan Schaub, I listen to, like, people who are, like, you'd be like, you listen to so many different ones that don't even make sense like, that you listen to that. Like, I'll listen to about one about Miss Legends, my favorite one. I, not my favorite, but, like, it's one of the best. So, like, you know, he tells Miss stories and all that stuff. So, to me, it was always, like, I just like podcasts. Like, why not just start one of my own? And, you know, like, I always wanted to go with the two dudes genre. Like, the two people just talking, like, I always found that fun, and, like, you know, I've always listened to, like, one of my favorite ones is Hello Internet, and that's, like, a really popular one, Uh, so I, like, really just got involved in that, and I was like, oh, let me try this, so I got my friend to basically be a co-host for, like, 20 episodes or 10 or 15 episodes, and I was like, come on, you can do this, you know, just once a week, you know, like, that's all it, co- that's all it takes, so we started that off, and we just talked about whatever, you know, there wasn't really any, like, s- topics that were banned, like, I think the first thing we talked about was, I think it was when Trump got elected, and we thought that was, like, so crazy and funny, and, like, we just discussed that for like an hour and then second episode we talk about something else next you know news and stuff we just learned or like it wasn't anything like that but then it took like a big shift and i was like i need to have a guest on because he you know he uh he just went he went to navy he just joined the navy and he uh he's gonna be a seal so he had a lot of training to do and like he was only off on like weekends and like late at night so like it was like it just didn't work for us so you know i have a monist guest everyone once in a while so like to me it was interesting just seeing 
like how I decided it's time for a guest pace podcast. I've seen people do interviews and I was like, why don't I do an interview too? Like, like it was just like that kind of thought process. And so I had my first guest. My first guest was actually from LinkedIn. So like I didn't have no social media. I had had a small email list at that time. And it was like, you know, it was very, very small. And I was just like, man, how do I get people on a podcast when they don't know me? Like, or I don't even know them really. Cause like, you know, I just find this person interesting. I read like three words about them. Like what, what is interesting about a person you read with three words and like saw a video and that's it. Like I always thought about that, but guest after guest after guest, and it just started building. And then after a while, it just became a fitness-based podcast, and then it became a nutrition-based podcast, then it became a fitness nutrition. Then I just had random people on who did different things, and it's it's like if you look at all the episodes, it's not really it's like fitness for like a couple weeks, then it's like nutrition experts, and it's like then it's just like some random dude who knows about philosophy. Like it wasn't like to me, it wasn't like this plan thing of what's next. It was always just like. It's always about getting something done, you know, making the next podcast, making the next thing. At one time, I was having like five podcasts a week. That was kind of crazy for a while. Like, I w- of course, I would separate the episodes, but I just I just wanted to talk to all these people. It's like, you know, of course, you get like once in a while, one or two no's. For me, it wasn't that bad. I hear a lot of people who podcast, they get so many no's. I'm like, man, I only got like one, maybe two no's, so... It was interesting. And then those two no's turned to yeses later on. So it was like, this is weird. Like, to me, it just... And things just grow kind of organically from there. I didn't really pay attention to anything. I didn't even know you can make money podcasting. Even though I listened to podcasts and I was like, oh, there's ads in the front. That makes sense. Because I never listened to the ads because I skipped all those things. So... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, just so everyone listening knows, I think you're on your 125th episode now. Is yes. that correct? Yes, you were my last episode. So. Yeah. So anyone interested in learning more about me and my story, I was just on Brandon's podcast and it was really cool. Um, so yeah, 125 episodes. So he's been super consistent, I'd say. So were you consistent? Did you post once a week at least? Um, or were there weeks that you kind of just had to take a break and kind of felt it a little bit overwhelming? Mm, it never felt overwhelming. I felt like I needed to do more. Like a lot of people, I feel like, don't do enough with podcasts. Like like uh, if you start off and you do five episodes and then you stop, like, and then you expect that that's going to grow over time. It's not. It's all about like one after the other after another. So I would take breaks, but this is what I would do. Do five podcasts that week and then release them all five weeks. And, you know, technically I would have a month free because they're not, they're not time. Like a lot of podcasts I feel like are time sensitive based, you know, when they have a real good theme, you know, like, uh, you know, they're talking about current events. Like if it's current events podcast, there's no way you can record those ahead of time because things happen all the time. If it's a news base or like something like that, like those things happen all the time. So you can't really, with an interview, it's much different. It's like you're getting into a person's thoughts rather than the actual thing that they're talking about or like the news cycle that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. And 
uh, to kind of touch on what you were talking about before with like all the different podcasts you listen to, did podcast did listening to podcasts was that like in replacement of watching YouTube or watching TV? Like, how did you even start discovering like podcasting? Because I just started listening through a podcast uh, through consuming Gary Vee's content. So I really got into podcasts like earlier this year. Like, what year do you think really set off that love for podcasts? Oh, I've been listening to podcast. Like, I've really been listening to podcasts since at first they first started. Um, I remember they were on Just TV. If anyone heard of that, um, I think I listened. I think Joe Rogan was the first one. I think it was like episode eight when he first came out. And I was really young. I was probably like ten. It was just cool listening to someone talk about, you know, people that I admire. Because I, I've been in martial arts for a long time, so it was always like, you know, we came from me him came from the same kind of background so i kind of like understood that like i was like man this guy knows taekwondo i know taekwondo like he you know he's talking about all this stuff about taekwondo it's like i know this like you know and you know it's like so interesting to me and so i kind of developed through that and then like back then there was nothing i mean like absolutely nothing there was like very short podcasts really really short like i'm talking five minutes to ten minutes and like Joe Rogan's was like probably the only one that had like an hour to two hours and it was more of a hangout than like a podcast because he was just like talking in the microphone like in a camera sitting in a room there wasn't really professionalism in podcasts nobody kind of did it I mean there's other radio shows I listened to but you know it wasn't I really didn't like the radio because it was like every 10 seconds man I, I just like do I really have to listen to another commercial about like how I need bounty towels like really I, I listen to that commercial at least 10 times a day like to me it wasn't it wasn't good like I was at the when I was a kid it was like the end of the radio and you know iPhones were coming out all that stuff so it to me it was like this vast change and a lot of people didn't know about podcasts. I'll just tell everybody. I was like, man, podcasts are awesome. You need to listen to it. People thought I was the worst. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, you got to listen to this stuff. This stuff is so entertaining. Like, like people didn't think it was entertaining in the beginning. A lot of people didn't. Um, so I was just, like, fascinated by that. Like, when new things come out, I just get on it right away. Like, it's like, either, even if I'm not, like, making stuff or creating stuff, I'm at least consuming you know, I'm at least trying to make an effort to find stuff. So I've always loved that. I mean, YouTube was around that time, too. So, like, all these things were popping off. And, like, you know, as a kid, I had a lot of free time. So, you know, I just started watching stuff. So that's kind of how I developed. And then I just realized, like, I can do this, too. Like, at no point ever, because nobody ever tells you, like, you can do that, too. Like, you can be a podcaster. What? Like, nobody ever said that to me. So, I said that to myself. I said, I'm going to be a podcaster. People, you know, and like, are you really a podcaster? Like, what makes you a real podcaster? Like, nowadays, anyone can do a podcast. Does that make you a podcaster? I say yes. It's like the base entry level. Like, everyone's a YouTuber now. Like, it's, it's so easy. Like, the barrier of entry. Like, I don't think anyone has excuses to not be doing it. Like, nowadays, it's just like, bam. You got it, you know. If like I used to do self-hosting, that was such a hard thing. It was a uh, very difficult. Um, you had to like know so much stuff about like software and like what to use. So I felt like that really changed when I just learned and just kept developing skills because I was always interested in stuff. I just like stuff. 
Yeah, I can agree. Um, and, and it's cool that, like, what you talked about, there's no barriers to entry. Like, right now I'm using Anchor to host this podcast, which is, like, like you can't even use money as a barrier to entry because now Anchor is basically, like, streaming it onto all platforms for free and then giving you an audience to listen to them. So I really like that mindset because I think that this, that's what, like, this podcast is all about is just, like, starting something without, like, any excuse as to why you shouldn't start it. Um, so that was really cool to hear like how you're like onto hopping on the new wave. Definitely want to ask you about IGTV later on. We'll get to that. Um, but for now, I know that you mentioned your or like when we did our podcast, something that I thought was really cool was that you actually like live streamed it and that was awesome that you had like engaged listeners ready to go based on your email list. So in the age of like social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, as soon as you start something, the the second thought is, oh, well, I got to get those social handles. What kind of made you steer clear of that and create an email list instead? And how did you get that to grow eventually? Mm, so social media is very important, I think, like when branding yourself, I think. And if you ever listen to Gary Vee, that's kind of how it is. But for me, it was like, like everyone's doing that. That's the same. You know, this is like it. This is a surefire way how to get there. But I didn't want to be that public person that, like, I don't want, like, I don't want to be famous, like, at all. Like, I want to be, like, you know, like, like if I wanted to get on a bus or if I wanted to get on a train or if I just wanted to walk outside, you know, like, those people don't have the same luxury as me of just walking outside or going to the grocery store and not being seen. And, like, I just really like that, you know. I'm also... In the military so it was like kind of like how much like you can't put yourself too much out there because there's a lot of trouble when it comes to that so you know i know a lot of people that actually succeed in like making a personal brand even though they're in the military but like the, you know like the things i say they might not be correct i guess or like i won't like the way i come across i guess it's like because i don't i don't like the i just don't like to I like to be, I'm way too honest. Like, if I think something's terrible, I'll tell you it is. If I want to talk about that and be like, hey, this is really bad or this is really bad. Or like, you shouldn't go there. Like, you shouldn't do this. Like, I'm telling you what I actually think, not what someone else is trying to make me think. So that really sets that. So I thought about, like, what ways could I do this without that? So, you know, of course I made it IG. Of course I made a Twitter. Of course I made all these things, LinkedIn and all these things. But... Like, I don't do what, like, all other people do. It's just keep promoting, keep growing, keep going, and posting pictures constantly and constantly. I was like, how do I do this without, with, like, getting people here to the podcast? So I made podcasts my social media. I made podcasts the social media it is. So people, like, look at me like I'm crazy. Like, well, that's not a social media. That's not a real social media. In a way, it is. Like, if you could just get people to listen like for five minutes and get their attention just for five minutes that's more valuable than everything so i just did it organically gave out an email list people tell people you know my grandma told my my other grandma like people tell people like to this day i still want my grandma to be a guest but she won't do it like it to me it's like just constantly telling people and word of mouth you know it's just the it's just how it goes it just grows like that and people sign up and i don't even know who they are i'm like okay great like you know 
and keeping them engaged and constantly sending them stuff like you know i don't just you know the partial way i do make a living from it is i also put affiliate links for like cool stuff i find on amazon or this and that if i have an affiliate link and i just say oh cool if you want to support me buy this stuff you know like i'm into gaming i'm into so much stuff so i'll send them like PC parts, this or that, or fitness advice, or stuff I saw on someone else's fitness advice, you know, just kind of like give them a value, and then once you give them that value, like, it just builds them up, and, you know, they'll come, and it's like, like, oh my gosh, like, how did you do that, does this make sense, but it does in a way, because this is a social media too, it's a better social media, because you get more of the actual person, like, I have a lot of friends that are from podcasting, because, like, the cool thing about podcasting is you make friends from podcasting like we're friends from podcasting it's weird it's like whoa we don't know each other we've never been in. like we're states away like this makes no sense so it like I, how that happened and now i have friends who are like personal brand experts like this stuff and fitness experts so like it's like to me it's like this is just so strange and you know it's like it's bizarre i don't know i just think it's bizarre yeah, I mean, I can 100% agree with you. I think it is the most, like... And I think it's so interesting that you, like, present it as a social media in itself because the whole point of social media is to, like, connect people and to hopefully, like, get them to connect in real life. And, like, although, like, you're in your state and I'm in my state, like, we're still connecting. Like, we're still both present, like, in front of our computers talking to one another. So it is, like, the most powerful form of social media, if you think about it, because it's actually achieving, like, its purpose um okay so the email list so you say you got you got people to sign up to the email list was this on a website that you created for the two americans podcast yeah i well it was from just the podcast actually like i was just like okay you know i opened a mailchimp account don't use mailchimp if you go over 2,000 subscribers that's not a good way to do it i mean it's cool for like that because it's free but you know there's so many better alternatives but i used mailchimp at first i was just like you know, come on my, you know, for the first like 10, 15, 20 episodes, it's like on my email list, come on, you know, you, you can talk about this or talk about that. And, you know, and guests would shout out my email list as well. So like, you know, that got me kind of, I mean, that's how kind of the ball started snowballing and that grew and grew and grew and grew. And, you know, before you know it, like if you don't look at the numbers long enough, they eventually shock you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, email list is like such a different way to go. So basically, what you're saying is like you can find different um, like host sites that will like allow you to create your own email list. So you don't have to like have it on a website. You can just have an email list and then yeah, use that. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I'm I'm not really familiar with the whole like email list as like a promotion thing. Because to a lot of marketers like people think email is dead and so that's why i find it so interesting how you were able to grow like through email which is really cool it is dead but it isn't dead i like it's the it's like i call it the zombie of the world like it's like it's it's for a lot of people it is dead for but for some of us that like have 99 like i have probably like somewhere in the 90s open rate like a lot of people don't have that much of an open rate but i do it's like that is you know very strange I guess, I don't know, because uh, with a lot of people, you know, I talk to my friends who are much bigger on Instagram, way like 100K and stuff, it's like, um, yeah, they don't, 
just don't have that the email list isn't as powerful for them and i don't know why like there's a lot of randomness and the problem with the randomness is like i don't believe in like randomness i'm like it's just too hard to figure out the problem like what is the reason for this you know like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna figure out why the reason is it because i'm in a first world country i mean like it there's too many factors and too many variables for me to try to figure it all out if someone can i'd be happy to hear their analysis but like to me it was just like you know wow this works if something works why why not use it like to me it's like if 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 like you know facebook works for you and it's a great way of promotion and a lot of people don't think it's that great anymore but it works for you keep it like what are you talking about like if someone reads actually reads it and looks at it and stuff like that but you know nowadays facebook posts don't get shown to people so like it's all this advertising but like if it gets shown if it's people see it like it doesn't matter how they see it and what medium if it's like in their email or like in their face or like in a webinar in this or that like it doesn't matter how you present it as long as it's being seen that's the whole point yeah totally um and Okay, so going back to the email list thing, when you when you decided to create it, was it kind of like you said you have a really good open rate and that it's not always just like pushing the podcast. So, did you like did you do research like on how to email market or you were just like, "Hey guys, I found this." <laughs> no, no, I didn't do any research, which I think would have benefited me in like figuring out like how to actually like the only useful thing like everybody like and if someone teaches you use email list this is what i say teach let them teach you how to use the tools don't don't listen to them how they're going to how they do it and how they work it because that is that is irrelevant to the what you need to do it's like it's like someone telling you how to take off a tire yeah they're going to tell you how to do it yeah you might get it right the same way they do but like what if i just give you the tools what would you do and you can get very creative with that like you can be very different you know a lot of people are parrots sometimes i'm a parrot too you know we i, I hear something and then i it comes into my ears and i say it to someone else and it's like oh cool but that didn't come for me really and people like i think i'm a genius when i'm not like people think people are geniuses because they heard it from someone else um i don't think that way i always think like how do I be different? How do I change this? How do I like not look the same or sound the same as everybody else? Because everybody sounds the same. Like I started listening to the, and sometimes people just say the same things. I'm like, I've heard you enough to figure out like, oh, this is actually what I need to do. And this is what you're telling me. And But some people need it, that reinforcing thoughts. I don't need that reinforcing thought. I just need you to tell me a few times and I'll be like, oh, I get it. All right, let's go do it. You know, I don't need the, what you do. I need the tools. Because I don't have the tools. I don't know what the tools are. Yeah, totally. And that that actually leads perfectly into my next question, which is tools or gear recommendations. So 125 episodes, I'm sure you learned a lot from beginning to end. Um, So specifically to talk on the tools, uh, I think what you touched on with MailChimp was a really great one. Like for people, first of all, was it hard to transition out of MailChimp once you surpassed 2,000? No, it wasn't hard. It was just unexpected because I didn't, you know, when you hit a number and you don't expect to hit a number at any point of your life, 
that was just like me. Like, I, I don't expect 100 people to listen to me. I don't expect 200 people to listen to me. Like, I never expect it. I, I, and, like, sometimes I forget that people are listening. And that's just because I don't... Not that I don't care. I care a lot. But, like, I just don't really find it. Like, I don't need to worry about it. Like, a lot of people worry about things. I'm like, you don't know enough to be worried. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know enough to be worried about numbers and this and that like if it works it works and if it grows it grows and if it does if it's not growing then like i guess you find a reason why like that's what i would do if, if i just plateaued or like if it just if it just bombshells we'll see what happens like the things are not uh they're not a, just like a straight up line or like even like a curve or up and down it could be up and then just straight down or like there's so many scenarios to this game like there's no single scenario so some people go straight up i've seen people go straight up i call it the rocket ship you know they just go Poosh, and you're like man how did you get on that rocket ship some people just get on the rocket ship so it's just about finding that wave and like riding it and if the, the wave has you plateauing or crashing down then well, if go straight for it. Like, just go crashing down. That's just how I am, though. And people think I'm crazy, so uh, I guess that's my two cents. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's a good point. And I think that having that mindset really opens you up, too. Like, you're just not as, like... Because then, yeah, even that mindset allows you to be, like, less of a parrot. Because you're not like, oh, well, this person who's giving me advice has 100K followers. Like, if I do everything that they say, I'll get 100K followers, too. Um, so, like, having that mindset of, like, not having that expectation, I think, allows you to be more creative, which is ultimately, like, the best way to go. Um, so, to go back to, like, the tools or recommendations. Mm -hmm. So, someone fresh starting out their podcast maybe like 10 15 episodes in what are some tools that you would recommend now knowing what you know uh that could help them you know hopefully alleviate some of those uh growing pains and such mm, okay so the first thing i would always say is like learn what's different software there are like there's so many out there like i was looking at like this place is like you know the internet's an open market to me and it was hard to figure out like there was Pamela, there was this, there was that. There was like so many things like the asset you have to turn two things on. So if you're not really tech savvy, find the simplest solution. Simplest solution, not the most complicated solution because a lot of people go for the most fancy and I need a recorder and I need this and I need that that requires like 10 plus equipment. Well, if you don't have that equipment, use your phone. If you're not really tech savvy, use your phone. If you're somewhat tech savvy like me, like I know a little bit about like what how stuff works and all that stuff. I you know I'm pretty decent at coding. I'm pretty decent at this. Like I'm decent at like a lot of things. Like I I'm just like pick up skills and you know I'm not the the expert. I couldn't make you. I could make you a few apps and all this stuff. But I'm not some genius. You know some scientist, computer scientist like that. So to me it was always just like figuring it out. You know you're gonna mess up. So you're gonna get like a a bad microphone like a ten dollar mic that's how i started off i was like let me get this ten dollar mic terrible idea it wasn't made for podcasts it was made for like like a really big studio it was made for like it wasn't even like 
someone told me you should have got a lapel mic. I was like, what is that? It's like this little thing you put on your chest. And I was like, oh, dang. Like, I didn't know this. I got some shotgun mic that where you could hear, like, sounds from, like, three rooms away. Like, it was to me, it was like, like you know, it's, it, was, it wasn't a good idea. So I changed from that to, like, a blue snowball, which, thank gosh, because, you know, you, I didn't want to spend a lot on equipment. Nobody does. Like, 50 bucks is good. A hundred bucks is good. Like if you have a hundred bucks to spend on all of the equipment, I mean, hopefully you have some of it, like a phone or a laptop. Like if you have that stuff, cool. We just need to pay for the equipment and, uh, you know, all this other stuff, you know, software, maybe 20 bucks there. So it's just about picking and choosing your tools and running with them and actually using them. Like if you don't use something, like... I have a lot of stuff that I don't use, and I'm just like, I'm never going to use that. Let's give that to someone or give that here, you know. If I don't use the tool, why not? You know, you don't need it anymore, I assume, if you're never going to use it. So, but use these tools because they're, they're really good, you know. Wearing headphones, if you have nice headphones. A lot of people have nice headphones. So, I'm always like, why don't you wear those when you are doing a podcast or doing this or doing that? Like, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just like. You have this equipment. Use, utilize this equipment. So a lot of the stuff you usually have beforehand. Everyone has a pair of headphones. I had a pair of Apple headphones. Like it's just like you have most of the equipment. Maybe you might need to get one more or you want to just upgrade something. Go ahead, you know. But literally you need no equipment except your phone. A lot of people have a phone. Yeah, 100%. I think that's that's so true. Um even with Anchor now, too, like, they're making it super easy, like, to the point where you can literally record in the app. So, it's, yeah, there's really no excuse um, to to not be able to start, especially when, when money becomes an issue, just because, like, there's usually ways to go around, like, financing equipment. Um, this mic was not that expensive. I think it was, like, $60, which was, like hesitant for me to buy but it came to a point where i was like i need a mic and i'd rather buy a 60 dollar mic than buy like a 30 dollar mic and then buy another 30 dollar mic um so yeah that no it's really cool to hear about um your journey so far so obviously as the numbers started to grow like i'm sure you hit a point where you're just like whoa this is kind of crazy um when did you see it as like the two Americans podcast, when did it become kind of like more of a business opportunity? Are you a business minded person? And you kind of like, were like, Oh, well this could be a great way to generate some additional revenue or were you just kind of like, did people start approaching you? How did that kind of go down? Well, it's, it kind of started off like nobody, nobody cares in the beginning, I guess. Cause like, you know, I wasn't just, it's just, you know, but I, you know, the breakthrough point, like I always tell people this and they think I'm hilarious. Like, the first hundred people are the most important people to me because they're the first ones there. And it, it probably was my dad, my aunt, my, you know, it was like people I knew or friends I knew or someone who found it online or something. But the first hundred, I thought that was the most greatest accomplishment in the world. I thought I just won the Olympic gold medal. Like nobody, like, like the next 10, 100,000, it was like, uh, it, it didn't give me that same boost as the first hundred. Because, like, I've never felt, an, uh, you know, when you think of 100 people in a room, it's a lot of people, right? And then you think of 1,000 people, it's like, that's a lot, a lot of people. But for me, it was like, 
a breakthrough like moment. It was like a hundred people, man, hundred downloads. Like, can, can you imagine that? Like a hundred people just listened to us. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like anything to me. And it was probably like I was probably one download. He was probably one download, and there's ninety eight people. Like to me, it was like the most breakthrough moment. That's when I felt like I broke through. And people think I'm crazy. It's like, well, because the first hundred is all you need to start building to a thousand, to a ten thousand, to a hundred thousand, to whatever number you get to. Like, you know, some people get to insane numbers. I look at like, like I, when I hear Joe Rogan talk about his numbers, I'm like, oh my god, like what? Hundred and fifty million downloads a month? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't think like you know. I just just be pessimistic here, but I don't think I'll ever hit that number ever. Like I might hit once or twice in months of download, but like it's like that is insane to me. That is completely insane. So you know, if there's twelve months in a year. That's like a billion downloads. Like what are you talking about? You talk about like how much that just doesn't make sense. Like that literally doesn't make sense to me. He has a whole country listening to him. He has three whole countries listening to him. He has half of America lifts or a quarter of America listening to him. Like it's not it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't register. I don't know. It's weird. I always I always think of it like that. I'm like, could you imagine fifty million people in a room? I cannot. Because there's no room that would fit them all. Or maybe there will, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's just how I think. That's so funny. Um, yeah, that, that's really funny. But but I don't want to discount. You're you're still hitting your numbers, and you're doing you're doing cool things yeah. with your podcast. Um, so to kind of rewind to the question again, where did you find the business opportunity in it? Mm, I guess I just saw people. You know, I listened to other podcasts. Even even when you have a podcast, you're still allowed to listen to other podcasts. I never understood that. I was like. Okay, yeah. So I just heard the ads. I was like, oh, this is cool. I don't want to do that. Like, I really didn't want to do that at all. I was like, this is, you know, I don't have the voice, you know? I was, I was you know, not going to lie, but for like a couple hours, I was practicing podcast ads. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is not going good. I'm stuttering. I'm telling people jokes while I'm in the middle of this, you know? Like, I'm not respecting it or I'm not being professional or whatever and i was just like this isn't gonna work and then i was like well i have this email list like how could i do something with this like could i just send people stuff and they would they buy it like i don't know like you know and i heard about this you know of course amazon and i heard they have this affiliate program and i was like oh cool like you know i want to be one of those affiliate dudes and i was like okay how does this work oh you just tell people what to buy on there and then you send them a link and you know, I can do that. Like, I love, I buy so much crap from Amazon. Like, they just took over the market for me. Like, like when is the last time I got, like, like, I get my sodas from Amazon. Like, like my, I, I drink this, uh, a sponsor. Sorry, I'm putting a sponsor here. But Zativa, um, they're like sugarless, you know, Stevia drinks. I don't even know how to pronounce their names, but you know they're they're my, like really cool, and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So I get all my stuff from there. It's like it's a no-brainer. Like everybody goes there um, until that until they're dethroned, which I I hope happens soon because I'm tired of buying stuff from there. It's just it just feels bad. I'm like man, another thing from Amazon. Like how much money do I put in Jeff Bezos' pocket? Like I put so much money in his pocket, 
Like I'm like, man, he's the reason I'm, he's a billion. I'm a, he's a billionaire. Like he passed Bill Gates because of me. Because I bought like four things that day. They were really expensive. Um, so yeah, I think of it like that. So you, the building the business kind of side is just making finding any way to make a revenue. Like there's not one way to monetize anything. Like you can monetize selling your hair. You can monetize anything. You can monetize anything. It's it's not that hard. It's just finding um, people who actually buy. And it's pretty easy if you have a, like a somewhat of a following or personal brand or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what to call it. I just you know my friends, my homies. I don't know what you call what to call y'all out there. I don't know. Well, I mean that's pretty cool. So I mean you're literally that's cool that you're generating re- revenue through this affiliate program because that's something that. I've seen done, like we've all seen done on Instagram, I think with like influencers and the swipe up feature. But uh, personally, I haven't gone gotten like emails like that before. So I think it's really cool. Another trend I'm seeing on the email marketing thing is like offering free eBooks in exchange for an email list. Um, so yeah, that's an interesting route that people have been taking as far as emails go. I definitely... You definitely inspired me to want to start my own email list because I think that, like, I love running my accounts, but I think having another account to run it would just get to be a little too much. I don't know. I want to find a different way to engage with people, but I think that open rate is pretty impressive. I mean, do you just keep it pretty lax in your emails? Like, now I want, I got to sign up so I can see for myself, but are you just like keeping it real? Like, what is your style when it comes to interacting with your, your homies, your listeners? Uh, there's no schedule. I don't believe in schedules. And people think I'm a psychopath for not following schedules. I've tried if, you know, this year is like the year of like fixing crap for me. Like trying to, not fixing crap, but structuring crap because I don't structure anything. I usually just run with it. And it gets you far, but does it get you like, like where you could be at your peak? Because like that, that takes like actual structure. I'm not really a structured person. So you'll get an email from me whenever. <laughs> it might not be this month. It might not be next month. It might be like two weeks from now or, you know, or you might get an automatic like podcast email or this and that. And I close the email because I'm at this point where it's like, there's too many damn people in here. Like, I don't like, it's like, it's like these, are, these gates are closed. You know, I shut it down. I was like this, like not everybody can fit in my house. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody can be in my house. So, like, I just, I guess I created a community or walls of gates or maybe I just, you know, you can unsubscribe from my email list. I don't, I don't mind. Just tell me because, you know, I'm, I hate when people send me emails and I don't know you. I I don't know what I signed up for. Someone sold my email. Like, it gets me so mad and like I unsubscribe and they never unsubscribe me. I'm like overstock stop overstock stop like they keep sending me the same email 17% off of furniture and I'm like I don't need 17% off of furniture okay please go away you know yeah 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 so now the email list has almost become is this is this just like a resourceful kind of reason like you just don't want to like have an extra thing or like what I understand like I guess 
also like exclusivity is like a big thing i feel like now it's even more attracting to people like whoever's listening is like what i can't get into his email list like now i want into the email list like what what is it for you is it just like a resource like you don't have the resource to support all those people or were you just kind of like i want to keep this also i really respect that too because then you literally just want to keep your community small and uh and there's something to that as well. So what what is it for you? Ah, uh, it's it's a combination of those. Of course, the resources are a really big problem. Like, like I don't I don't need to be spending you know whatever if I get to some insane amount of numbers, spending nine six uh, like a like a ridiculous amount of money for the email list because I want to keep it where I can afford it and I'm breaking even at least. Like I I just at least want that. You know I'm doing way over that, but you know. And also, like, I think of it like the pearly gates, you know? Like, you see it up there. You're like, everybody wants to go there, right? And hang out. And, you know, well, I don't have them hang out with each other. I mean, for the podcast, I do. But they're they're seeing it, and they're like, man, I could get great deals from this guy. Like, he just sends me stuff, like, to buy that I probably need, you know? Because, you know, I love Google and, like, what they do. And, like, they target ads for you. But it doesn't work all like it doesn't work that good. Like a human is so much better at it. So, like I know what people want. I know what people need. You know, like like um, last week I showed people this uh sun uh like it's like a lamp, not a lamp. It's a clock, clock lamp. I don't know what it's called, but it's this clock lamp I found, and it like wakes you up, and like you don't have to hear that boom 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 because like I'm one of those people like I. My alarm goes off every five minutes for like 30 minutes and I keep hitting snooze, snooze, snooze. And, you know, I was like, man, I should get something that doesn't do that. So I found uh, this lamp that does that. I don't have it with me anymore because I learned through efficiency that an Apple Watch works so much better, you know, because it just shakes you awake if you have it on silent. So I just wear it at night um, when I go to bed. And I'm kind of a night owl. I don't really sleep. So I don't know. I don't know how to approach that. I don't even... I never answer people's questions because I'm terrible at answering questions. No, no. No worries. No worries. Um, No, it's cool to hear. It's cool to hear about your, like, affiliate program didn't... And I think it's such a unique way to go, too, from, like, someone who has a podcast. Like, no, I'm not going to run ads on my podcast. Like, I'm going to do it through this way. And, like, I feel like the one common thing that I think people can learn from this episode is, like, the power of word of mouth above anything because... I feel like your listeners obviously have you've built a trust with them to where like if you recommend a product they're like oh I know there's going to be value from this and same with your email list like or how your whole podcast has grown period is like just through other people recommending and like that word of mouth so it's really cool to hear and I think it's such a unique way to go especially in this like age of technology and all this social media stuff yeah yeah definitely then you know I, I don't just give good products I give good crappy products so if you're looking for something that's like very cheap and you know it's gonna break, I'm your guy. That's what I would say. Because <laughs> I, I like, because like, people, not everyone can afford $30, $40. They want $10 headphones. Like, I will find you something. It might not be the best and your ear might pop out one day, but like, here you go. It's like giving you something. Mm-hmm. So. Um. So to kind of wrap up here, this will probably be the last question. I know that you reached out to me through LinkedIn, which was really cool. And I'd been working a lot on LinkedIn this year. So it was really cool to like 
when you when you actually our funny story like when you sent me um your in mail or whatever podcast guest i thought you were asking to be a guest on my podcast and so that's why like (laughs) and the thing is with linkedin sometimes is like you can't like if you open a message sometimes i'm like a little reluctant to open (laughs) people's messages because i don't see that you opened it and i was like who is this kid asking to be on my podcast also like i was just like overwhelmed with like all the linkedin stuff and so yeah, then I opened it and I was like, oh, I'm going to be on someone else's podcast. That's pretty dope, actually. Like, I've never been on someone's podcast. So yeah. So I know you reached out to me through LinkedIn. Um, how do you reach out to your guests? Like, I know you're kind of just like interested by everyone. Let's give the listeners a little story. How did you find me and how do you find other guests as well? All right, so LinkedIn was my first real social media because, like, I was like, I need to be a business professional. You know, I had had these. Well, I haven't updated my LinkedIn in like two years, but I was like, I'm gonna be a business professional. I'm gonna be this and that, and I'm gonna be the 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 you know guy that everybody wants at their company. And then after a while, I was like, Nah, not doing that. So I decided to you know when I was doing the podcast, I just wanted to ask everybody. I was like, you know, like there's so many interesting people. Like I couldn't. Like, it took me a while to, like, pick people. Like, I, you know, I had to cut it down, you know? Because a lot of people would say yes, and I'm like, I can't do this right now. Like, there's too many people. You know, I asked way too many people. Like, you know when you ask too many people and they actually all say yes? That's weird. Like, oh, you know? Like, when I ask people, usually they say no um, in the beginning. Um, so I was surprised. And sometimes you don't get answers for weeks, months, a year. You know, I got a message like last week that was I sent like or email I sent last week or not last week last year that I just got a reply. I was like, oh cool. And then they were, like to me it was weird that you know people people like they're on all different platforms but they use them all differently. Like some people don't read LinkedIn. Some people do the, the Instagram DMs. I never did that stuff because I I didn't understand it. I was like, so you just ask people on Instagram? That's too weird. Like, I don't have any pictures there. Like, I don't post anything. Like, I, why would I use that? Like, um, so I used email. I used, because I knew email. I understood email. Like, anything I understood, I was like, yeah. So I tried to learn LinkedIn. Man, I don't, I had no idea what to post. I think I commented like three times. And I was like, well, I'm just going to ask people, see what happens. So people said yes. And, you know, friends of friends or like your connections to the other connections, which I thought was weird. And I would added people and i was like oh cool or people would start adding me which i wasn't like i was like whoa what you want you know uh so i saw you and i was like you know because in mail you only get 15 of those you're one of the 15 so like pretty special yeah yeah and i I only had a premium for a month because it was the free month i was like okay let me use this you know tiffany and i was like okay okay how do i write this message you know i want to sound like generic and i was like a podcast guest question i was like oh no way i didn't i I totally didn't like i'm such bad at writing like not bad at writing but like when i write something i'm like it doesn't make sense but it does to me you know so Mm -hmm. you know words are the worst thing to use because like they can be misconstrued you know tampered with you know they can mess you up like like when I see my my what I write sometimes, I'm like, man, that makes no sense. You probably see that in my texts, and I'm like, I'm like writing really fast or typing really fast. And it's like I said I am twice or I said this three times. Like I, 
you know, I haven't gotten over that. You know, I'm not some English professor or English teacher. So, like, me and grammatical errors don't get along. So I just leave them there. And even though <laughs> I look through them, I miss them every time. So Grammar's hard. Grammar's hard. Yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> um, no, I think that's super funny. And I think the one thing, like, so I think the two two things everyone could take from this, like at least what I've taken so far, is like the power of word of mouth and just like staying true to what you know and what you feel more comfortable with. Like, so if you're not an Instagram person, and um, or even just think of it like this, okay? When you open up your phone and you have like five minutes, like what app are you gonna open? And then if it's LinkedIn, if it's Instagram, if it's Twitter, that's probably the app you should be promoting on like for any project. So for me, I love Instagram, but between managing my Instagram and my account flux with food, I'm pretty Instagrammed out right now. I think, you know, I think that's kind of why I saved LinkedIn for for this podcast. So thank you, Brandon, so much for coming on. It was really here cool to hear about your story. I love how honest you are. You really just like don't filter out anything which is cool uh what is what do you have in the works and like what should people uh, what should people have in mind when in any upcoming projects <laughs> oh just start it just do it move on you know make new projects you know a lot of things i make don't happen <laughs> that's what i always say like 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 if you start 10 projects about like six or seven will fail but those three that don't fail they're the most important who cares about those other ones? Ink can always come back to broken projects. I come back to broken projects all the time. Like I've been trying to make this clothing company for like six months and you know, it's like, oh, it's broken. I don't know what to get. I don't know anything about fashion. Well, I know I'm, I'm fashionable, but like, I just don't know threads. I don't know what's comfortable for people. I don't know if, you know, people are allergic to stuff. And I'm like, man, what are you allergic to cotton or whatever it is or, you know, whatever the fabric is. So I'm just trying to figure that out. And like, what is really cool? You know, like if I saw someone wearing that, I'd be like, man, I want that. Like, where did he get that? You know, so so start the projects. Try to finish a few. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I like that. Good job. Yeah, I do that a lot too when I'm listening to all these other podcasters. I just listen to the people who are already successful. And like, it's hard to register the fact that they had to be where I am like now. Um, and you just get so caught up in the numbers. Like, why aren't the numbers pulling off? Why aren't the numbers pulling off? But, you know, I'm at, I think this would be episode 20 at this point. I don't know. There's a lot of episodes in the vault right now that need to come out. Um, and you're at 152. So this just kind of shows if you stay consistent, like what can happen. But everyone go check out the Two Americans podcast. It's really cool. Listen to my episode. Listen to all Brandon's episodes. They're really interesting. I love how it's just like free form. It's really just like interesting guests and people sharing their stories. So 